Previously, on Realms of Nerds, The Return of Ornon. Alright boys, let's get away from this wall. You suddenly hear a roar from one of the side alleys, and you get blindsided by this massive drow elf. The soldiers are going to pick you up. We don't have any skilled healers here. We need to get back to the main force. Maliaculus! Have you come back to release me from my bonds and face me as a true foe? You hear a, uh, a few clicks and the door pops open and standing in front of you is one of Sage's soldiers. Mikael, it's you. I'm headed north. I need to find Michael and deliver him a message. We've captured the queen. I will attend you, soldier. This man was wounded in the combat against a great foe. He needs medical attention. Then uh, let me see what I can do. And with that, I cast Lay on Hands and pull from my healing pool 10 points. I literally just rolled a five. Your healing spell does not work. You are unable to control the magic. Uh, you're going to take three points of damage. And with a snap, your leg breaks. Just as you turn the corner, you see Michael, who is up in the third story of a building jump off of a balcony and digs one of his massive swords into the wall to slow his descent. Join the fight, brothers! Yeah, this is a temple for Tiamat. He wants to look for something, uh, a smaller pedestal, and unhook the monocle of Latudu from his cloak and put it on the altar. As your hand kind of makes contact, you know, with the monocle and the altar at the same time, yeah. you feel a sharp pain, like, right behind your eyes, but it's only for a brief moment. Sibo, the blood, even within your veins, starts to feel red hot and almost burning within your insides. And suddenly, the monocle flies with incredible speed and smashes into your face throwing you backwards onto the ground. And then we jump over to Joshimi and Brunhilda. You have been in this tower for a, a while now, and you've started to get a little bit nervous because you have realized that these soldiers have noticed that you're up there. Uh, Joshimi, you in particular did not sign up for full-scale war, and you were feeling very, very nervous <laughs> when suddenly Brunhilda wakes up. Suddenly, the window you're standing next to goes completely dark for a few moments, <laughs> and then it glows yellow as the massive eye of a dragon looks in. start with the group of now rejoined heroes. So we've got um, Mikael and Ramash have joined back up together. And uh, so you guys were up, I think right kind of near the north gate. 
Well, he'd already broken through the music. Right, yeah. but I think we said that... Weren't we near that number seven that's on the inside somewhere? At that yeah, crook? I think we, like right near that like kind of crook in the main path coming from the north gate yeah, yeah. is where we said that you guys were at. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so you... Uh, Mikhail, you have just returned. I think that uh, this little skirmish that was going on when you guys got there uh, has wrapped up, and so now... There is, uh, the, the remaining forces are all kind of, you know, readying themselves, checking for injuries, you know, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, and it looks like our team is taking control of the, more or less, the field here, right? Well, yeah, I mean, where you're at, you've pushed back the, the soldiers that were there. Um, you know, most of, most of them were killed as, uh, Ramash's forces came up in this kind of pincer move. Right, they really helped Michael's forces take the day. So the big chunk that was at the north gate fighting with Michael have been destroyed, and what was left ran off into other parts of the city. Okay, and do we know? Do we know that the queen has been captured? I don't think we. I, well, I don't know. Ramash does not know. He was never the told. There's a lot of the messenger who saved know. you. The, yes, the messenger who saved you knows. Okay, but I don't think that um, he told you. I don't think he told you. He just got you out and said, I'm going to report to Michael. But he's with us? Yes, he came with you. I think our best bet is just to keep going to Michael. Honestly, okay. I, feel, I feel like that's what they would be doing right now. Yeah, so anyways, okay. um, I think there's a... Uh, uh, so in this like little intersection, um, there's a, a building right here on the corner that's a uh, kind of a, a tavern like meeting house kind of area. It's got big long tables in it. And um Michael has moved most of the tables to the edges and he's had just one of the big ones left in the center and he's using it as sort of a makeshift command post to plan the next part of the attack. So you see the messenger that came with Mikhail has gone over and uh is discussing with Michael and their um they're having a, a discussion for a few moments, and then uh, Michael gestures for the two of you to come over. My friends, I have terrific news. What's up? Sage and her forces, along with Joshimi, have captured the queen of this city. Woohoo, does that mean the fight's over? It would appear that that is not the case. Either these soldiers do not purely fight on her orders, or they are unaware of what has happened. Whatever the case, Sage only took a very small force with her. We must do something to reinforce them. So, what's the next plan of attack? Our intelligence indicates that the uh, temple at the center of the city is the main basis for life here. Uh, if we can take that part, not only will we have good avenues into the rest of the city, but I believe they may surrender at that point. Then, by all means, let's muster forces and head directly there. I think we should send a small a small group down to, over to the castle where the queen is to reinforce them just in case some forces try to take the queen back. They probably won't be able to hold out that long if, a, if one of their main forces goes to attack mm -hmm. them. My companion has a point. I agree. By the way, you wouldn't happen to know anyone who has like a splint or something for this leg, would you? It's a... Uh, it's kind of annoying to be limping around like this, like a gimp or something. 
oh, yes, of course, my friend, go and see the medics over there. And he gestures to uh, an area across the street where you see, um, you know, like some crates of like bandages and things have been brought in and there's people treating the wounded. Solid. I'll be right back. Ramash heads over to the medics. All right. So then uh, Michael is going to turn to you, Mikhail. Mikhail, who do you think best to lead the force to reinforce uh, the uh, the queen's captors? How many men do we have remaining? My commanders are still working on a head count. It appears that uh, we've probably got a force of about 10,000 strong left. Uh, still to come through, or do we have them in the city? No, uh, most of the forces were already here. The The last remaining ones are just coming through now. They were left to guard the supplies. And uh, as you look, you actually see that not only have the medical supplies come in, but like more like wagons and crates and whatever are being brought in. We were worried that when we attacked the city, the enemy might launch a counterattack on our forces waiting on the other side of the portal. So they stayed there to guard the reinforcing supplies. Uh, Mikhail just takes in a moment and he pauses in awe and realizes that they've already set up shop inside the walls without clearing them. He's amazed. Hmm? But (laughs) he doesn't question it, so he is going to, uh... It's just ballsy. Yeah. Okay. I do, yeah, I do want to point out that it's, the, what they're bringing in is not so much setting up shop. Right, it's just their uh, medical supplies. And <laughs> right, they're mo- like trying to get everybody rearmed so they don't have to completely exit the city. So, like, inside the walls of the initial striking force. Yeah, so I, yeah, so they are still inside the walls, but I guess I just want to make sure I'm not giving you the impression that, like, they're building a summer home here. Right. This is just, this is a quick rearm and refuel kind of thing. No, I'm following now. Okay. Um, so inside the walls, so is the 10,000 strong outside the walls then? No, what he's saying is that most of them are now in the city. The last, like, remaining few were coming in with the reinforcement supplies because they were guarding all these supplies to make sure that the enemy didn't cut off the supply chain. Well, I'd, I'd wager that no more than an additional 3,000 would be needed to reinforce the castle, as long as we can keep the the pathway between there and the temple also clear and open for communication. We should take and concentrate our forces on capturing the main control center. Agreed. So then, would you be willing to lead this strike force? Do you mean the temple? Or the castle? To the castle. Uh, Sure can regroup with my companion who was captured. Captured? What do you mean? Well, outside the walls, there was a skirmish uh, due to the our companion, Ramash. Yeah, yes, I mean, I saw that. Uh, she didn't get out? Jeez. I assume with the group that has captured the queen. Well, we can only hope so. This city does not hold much hope for those who go in alone. Well, Mikael, if there's nothing else, you may rally with your commanders over there. And uh, he points to, uh, off into the corner of the room, there is a uh, another table where several of his lieutenants are seated, poring over a map. 
Those men will be your strike force commanders. You may discuss your plans with them. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Ramash. Yo. I think you've gone over to the medical tent, and uh, after a few snide jokes about how the magic boy should be able to heal his own leg, they, uh, they they put a splint on you and uh, have sent you on your way. Okay, okay. So, Ramash is ready. What did I? You wrote down what I said. The the effects of that were correct. Yeah, ha- yeah, have my speed. Okay. Um. Yeah, that sucks. Okay. But it'll it'll have to do for now. There was like one doctor there that right that's like, well, there's nothing else we can do. We'll have to amputate. <laughs> <laughs> to which Ramash would have replied, he would uh, burn his face off if he tried. I think Ramash kind of, like, growled and had just, like, a little bit of flame come out of his nose. And they're like, all right, all right, we'll leave the leg. <laughs> okay, well, keep the right. leg. If you want to keep the leg, you can keep the leg, but you probably get gangrene. All right, so, <laughs> Ramash, um, you've now had your leg healed up, so you've got about 500 troops that are still left under your command. Uh, are you going to join Mikhail's strike force, or are you going to go with Michael towards the temple? I'm going to go with Michael to the temple, because I imagine Ramash is still um, in like that um, mode of wanting to keep the battle going. And he figures Michael, or sorry, Michael, Mikhail can handle the castle with his force, so he wants to try and take the main command force of this um, city to end the battle. Okay. So, uh, let's jump over to, uh, Sibo. What's Sibo doing? Uh, okay, well, when we last left off, Sibo was on the ground floor, uh... Correct. ...of the temple, and he just went invisible, so 45 minutes, and he is going to attempt to go back up, find, like, a window or something, and find somewhere he can sneak out of this temple... He assumes the ground floor is going to be heavily protected, all the ins and outs, so he's going to go up a little way and look for something there. Okay. Yeah, and I'll give you, just because I won't even make you roll for it since it's very obvious, but um, you do see quite a bit of uh, activity from these different soldiers that are on the ground floor walking around, even more so than when you went down before. Okay. Um. A lot of them look out of breath or battle-worn, so you get the general impression that they have retreated from somewhere. Okay. Okay, go ahead and do a, a stealth check for me, though. Uh, 18. Okay. And you're just trying to get, like, up a level or two? Yeah, just a little bit ways up so he can... Try and, like, teleport out a window onto, like, a roof or something. Okay. He's a jumper. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you, uh, you get up, uh, up onto the first floor, and, uh, actually, I'll say you can make it up, since from the first floor there aren't really a lot of rooftops you can see. You make it up to the second floor, however, uh, as you get up there, there is a large group of guards that is blocking your way to where the balcony is. How many is a large amount? Uh, it's probably about five of them. I... So, the balcony is the only way he can see out? Um, well, do a, uh, do a perception check for me. Okay, that's 
A twelve. Okay. Um, you see the balcony as the only main way to get out, and then uh, you are also near. Like I said, a few a few of these floors um have like an open middle, you know, because the ground floor has that big vaulted ceiling. Yeah. So you can kind of see like through the front doors to outside the building, or not even doors, but you know, like the front pillars to the outside. So you could like teleport to outside the front of the building if you wanted to. But you wouldn't be able to get incredibly far away from the front of the building if you did that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Sibo is going to slip away uh, towards the center of the temple and he's going to look through the monocle and teleport down to the front pillars. Okay. Uh, So, you do that and uh, you are now uh, about three feet away from the like main pillars that are holding up by the front of this building. Okay. Um... I assume you're not staying there. No, Sibo is going to, um, he, he saw that when he was first coming into the city that the main force was attacking from the north. Okay. Uh, So he's going to make his way towards the patriarch, patriciate, patriciate region. Okay. Right in front of the temple. Okay. I'm going to have you do another stealth check since you're basically running through the open here. Ooh, that's a crit fail. Ooh. Okay. As... like a clown at a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Sibo, you get about 20 feet away from this pillar when your foot catches on a loose cobblestone. You tumble and the monocle falls off of your eye and you become visible again. Oh, oh, my eye. Hey, there, Look. Okay, um... And there is now a large number of guards rushing out of the building, coming towards you very quickly. Okay. Um, Sibo is going to look for the monocle on the ground. Okay. Um, do a, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. My glasses! My glasses! My glasses! I can't see them, my glasses! Shaggy, help me find my glasses! <laughs> Crunch. I can see! I can fight! You know, we're gonna call this, uh... Death by Humiliation. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually gonna call this a performance check, because I want you to, like, act under pressure here to see how how quickly you can scoop this up. It's 21. Okay, yeah, you, uh, you find the monocle, it only bounced about a foot or two away from where you're laying. Okay, he's gonna slap that bitch right back in his eye. <laughs> okay. So he can see. Alright. And then... I don't know if I want to use another charge on it. The, gar- the guards are about ten feet behind you right now. Did he get a look at how many there were over there? Um, Before? Like, tripping? Like how many did he see coming out? Yeah. There's no quick save button, dude. Yeah, no. There was there was a quite a few in the building. You didn't stop to get an accurate number. Um, okay. There is more than you can quickly count as you glance behind you, and you've got about three seconds before they're on top of you. All right. Um. And yakety sack starts to play. All right. Let's 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 do let's try this. Um. Sibo <laughs> is going to. Uh, Pull out his grappling hook. 
Okay. And he's gonna throw that bitch to the nearest building. Okay. Will he be yelling yeet as he does it? <laughs> yeah, do a uh, do an athletics check on that. Wow, Sebo. Uh, standing up on pillars, wraith-like, throwing grappling hooks. It's really Batman day for him. Uh, it's gonna be a 19. Okay. Yeah, so you uh, you connect with the building. Okay. Um... Sounds like a pretty acrobatic move. Sounds like he's gonna be Woody at the end of Toy Story with Scud, like, <laughs> holding his leg as he's holding the rope. <laughs> Take care, Ramosh, for me. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 15 doesn't beat your AC, does it? Nope. You are the luckiest of lucky. Because not only do you connect with your grappling hook, but none of these soldiers are able to connect with their spears as you swing away. It's like freaking Robin Hood. However, However, because you were standing on the ground and you basically just hooked to the building and swung, you have now gotten away from them, but you are basically at the bottom of the building. You're only like three feet up the building. (laughs) Okay, and how how tall is this building? perfect plumb line you just stop basically bottom, right? yeah uh this building is uh this one's three stories which is 30 so feet, like take. we'll say 40 feet oh okay better get clambering boy all right i guess yeah he's gonna just start climbing up the building i can make it 25 feet Dude, he's better than toby mcguire's spider-man <laughs> <laughs> okay you and, make it in like my turn if okay. It was like combat. Or yeah. So you make it twenty five feet, um, and then the archers are gonna try to hit you here. <laughs> this can't end well. It ended well last time. Okay, that one's gonna connect. That's a twenty. Okay. Uh, it's nineteen hit. Yep. Okay. And that's not gonna hit. So two two of them connect here. They're using longbows. They best have disadvantage. Why? Because I'm not far enough away for them to be using longbows. But you're the DM, so you get to do whatever you want. <laughs> no, they don't have a limited short range. Five feet. For if longbows? For any range weapon, if oh. it's five feet or under, it's I disadvantage. Longbows okay, well, they're, you're farther away than five feet. So. Oh, yeah. All right, so you're going to take ten points of damage as two of these archers connect uh, and put arrows in your back. Okay. That's not so bad. Considering I'm at seven health and have nearly killed myself like three times. Okay, so you've got another fifteen feet to reach the top of the building. Okay. I mean, he can he can scramble. Are you doing that? Yeah, he can scramble. No problem. So you're now on the roof of the building. All right. And then from the top of this building, does Sibo have any kind of vantage point to see into the city where? fighting might be going on or um go ahead and do a uh perception check eighteen okay uh off to the southwest you see a very very large dragon flying around okay <laughs> and uh below you you obviously see a lot of pissed off guards Flipping the bird. <laughs> and to the north, um, you see uh, mostly just bodies laying on the street. Both, you know, your companions and uh, these enemy forces as well. 
Okay. Um, Esteban's going to take off towards the north. Um, okay. Staying on top of the roofs of buildings. Okay. Do a an acrobatics check for me. 16. Okay. Wait. Yes. Okay. One jump ahead of the bad guys. Yeah, I think... Okay, so Sibo is now uh, jumping along the rooftops and is uh, making his way uptown, I guess. Uptown <laughs> fuck you up. Uptown will fuck you up. Well, I was going to say making his way downtown, but that's yeah. not we really do that the case. We split into three different references. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump back to... Joshimi and uh, the unconscious Brunhilda. I am conscious now. Oh, you are conscious now. That's right. Wakes up in time to see a dragon eye. So you have just, yeah, you have just seen a large dragon's eye basically obscure the entire window of this room that you're in. What are you gonna do? Mother! (laughs) We need to get out of here. 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 Somewhere that if you don't move, they can't see you. That's an old wives' tale, Rockhammer. We need to move. Listen, it might be true. It, it I, I'm ninety nine percent sure it's not true. I, well, I, yeah. And Sage, from, what do we do? From down below, you hear a voice yell out, "This is your last warning. Release the queen and come out now, or you will be destroyed with dragon's fire." Go suck on an egg. Well, I guess if we stay up here, they're not gonna they're not gonna kill us, right? Because we have the queen. You said something about dragon's fire. I I I I I, I don't know. We either get dragon's fire or we get suckers down below. Throughout the entire time that you've been up here, Arlana has actually been a very cooperative captive. She has been sitting quietly in the corner of the room. But at this point, she now stands up and uh, faces you. How much do you know of the ancient powers of this world? No, no, no. You You don't get to talk. See, you're a prisoner. I've, I've been the prisoner, and she, I know... She just holds up a finger to Ooh, you. wag a finger at me. Ooh, mighty powerful. Long ago, long before most of this world was created, there was nothing... Nothing but the most powerful beings ever to roam the world, and one of them, the most powerful of them all, was named Tiamat. And she is the ruler of... Well, everything, really. (laughs) Um, let me just stop you right there. Let me just stop you right there. Your little puny god means nothing to me in the face of uh, Lord Moradin, the soul forger, the one who could strike Tiamat down with a single pinky finger. (laughs) Oh, how quaint. Anyways, long ago, Tiamat realized that she needed servants to do her bidding. She could not be everywhere all at once, and so therefore she created five powerful avatars, dragons that could do her bidding and be an extension of herself. And sometime after that, these dragons developed the ability to shapeshift. Some say that they can appear to you in the form of an old hag or 
a, 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 a merchant in the street or even a queen and then she just turns and surveys the room once and just says bye bye now and then beneath her the floor opens up into a ring of fire and she drops and vanishes Oh my god, was she still talking? I fell asleep. This is like history. This is why I dropped out of school. Holy shit, where'd she go? Uh, uh Well, uh, she just... up, we gotta she, find her. She just fucking left. She just out fucking door, left. Out no, the window? Like a, like, a, like a puff of smoke. Like like a fucking... Like 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 a fucking rogue? Just just gone? Listen, I might be a rogue, but that that still sounds superfluous. Do you do you, do you not see the, the 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 ring of ash on the ground over there? Then go through the ring of ash. How would I force you through the ring of ash? <laughs> and outside, you hear a dragon roar. Oh, I'm so tired of this fucking dragon. Is that dragon still, like, eyeing us through the window, or do you just, like, fly around the way and again? Uh, the dragon is, uh, now circling the building again, but is very close. Like, sticking almost to the point where her wing is scraping the building as she flies past. Listen, that dragon's been out there eyeing us forever. Why don't we just fucking shoot it or something? Do you want to piss it off? No, but you can kill it. You think we're going to be able to kill something like that all by ourselves? I don't know. I steal jewels. I'm not a hero. Yeah, and so you shouldn't be making these assumptions that we can do these things. I'm sorry, but this, quote, greatness was thrust upon me by a certain sage who decided to let me be the ringleader, and I don't know what to do. I've never known what to do. I always fly by the seat of my pants. And as you're as you're talking... uh. You glance over at Sage, and she is standing very still. She says, This is very bad. No, you don't think. She fell through the ash floor, and now we got a dragon circle in the building. Of course it's bad. The fact that you are so supremely ignorant that you don't understand what just happened is mind-boggling. Listen, she kept yapping, and I got bored. I kind of tune things out when they get boring. Joshmi, just... Just stop. Thank you. Uh, well, we've lost all of our leverage. I think maybe it's time to get out of here. Do you think they're going to let us out that easy, though? Well, uh, well, uh, we, we can retreat farther into the castle. At least we won't be stuck in here. Did they give you any way to talk to the outside? Like, any way to communicate with anybody? No, I sent my messenger to let Michael know that our mission was a success, but this was a, a either a success or a total failure. There there was no room for error here, and um, there's been error, apparently. Uh, we need to move. Everyone, cl- clear the barricades. We need to get out of here. And uh, so her, Sage's uh, troops start clearing out the, the barricades. And uh, you hear outside the window another roar, and then uh, you feel the tower shake and hear the screech of stones as dragon's claws rip into the side of the building. And this time, you don't see an eye. 
through the window, you see teeth and lots of billowing smoke. Exit stage left. Joshmi is literally out of the room now. Okay. <laughs> and uh, as you're running, as the last people get through the door, Sage is actually the last one out, and she slams the door shut and uh, just dives for the ground as a torrent, like a torrential, just think of it as a monsoon, but of fire just like engulfs this room. It's so hot that through the cracks the where the stones have been fitted together on this wall, the stones start to glow red as the heat seeps through. And then finally it's over. That's some good stonework. <laughs> okay. Stoner work. Let's uh let's go to Mikhail. Uh how are you taking your troops? Uh, on your mission here. Well, I presume that the main group would be heading down the main artery to the temple. Correct, yeah. And then we would just break off and head further south down that secondary artery to the castle. Okay, so you're just going to stay with the main group until you get to the temple? Yeah. Okay. And that's where we kind of split off. Um, In the time that it... This transaction with the the queen and the dragon attacking the castle, I presume. That's where that all took place. Is any of that visible kind of like over top of the buildings? Or do you need it? No, definitely not. Because, um, well, I guess go ahead and roll a perception check. It's, there's not a whole lot you'd be able to see, but I guess there's... The possibility you could see something, depending on how you roll this. 19? Okay. So, well, I'll say this. Um, this is literally, like, almost as far on the other side of the city as you can get. So, it's quite a ways away. I think that you just see, uh, like, a flash of this brilliant red-orange, and then, like, a lot of smoke billowing up from that side. Does anybody else with me notice it? Um, and am I past the temple at this point? No, you're still standing up here in this oh. truck where the base camp is. Well, on second thought, Captain Michael, uh, let's make that a slightly larger group than 3,000. Uh, I'll take five. I'm not sure if it's wise to send such a large force that far away from the temple. We might have trouble holding the temple with less men. Yes, well, uh, it seems by my eyes that the situation at the castle has more or less escalated. What do you mean? I do believe there is a dragon, and he has made his attack on a situation there. We saw the the tiefling riding the dragon. I had no idea he would be using it in combat. This is troubling. I agree, um... Do you see my perspective now? Hmm. Or shall we let war waste in the time of contemplation? The time is for action. Agreed, but action before proper forethought can lead to ruin. Here is my thought. If we attack the temple, if the tiefling is truly a friend of this city, he will come to the temple to defend it. Then we can attack this dragon on our terms. Sounds fair. 
So when I have assessed the situation at the castle, I will return with my group, as generous as you may be, with them at the temple immediately to regroup. Does that sound fair? Completely. Let's... Let us let us do this. I will give you 1,000 men to make you a more mobile force. You get in, assess the situation, and come back as quickly as possible. And then we will dispatch as many men as needed. Agreed? That's fair. All right, it is done then. Ramash, gather what troops you have left. You're with me. All right, let's do this shit. And if Fred makes one more snide comment about my magic wielding, I'm going to stuff my scimitar so far up his ass, it'll poke out his nose. He flips you off, and when he does, you realize that he's built a little miniature splint and put it on his middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's it. Come here, Frog, I'm gonna chop that fucking finger off. Give your balls a tug, you (laughs) dick fucker! (laughs) Fuck you, Fred. Hold it, you'll be in charge of this regiment. Well, I love how Fred has, like, eight different voices. That's not supposed to be Fred, that's a different dude. It's Fred... Ted, Red, Ned. Ned. <laughs> what about Zed? Nope, Zed's dead. Zed is dead. Zed is dead. All right. So this uh, fighting force is now moving along the main road, pushing towards the temple. As uh, as you push along, uh, you've, you you kind of get along this long sort of uh, stretch after that little crook in the road without much incident. You see a few, like, you know, dead guards and stuff uh, from when the battle was initially raging. But other than that, it's it's pretty much clear. As you reach this next bend in the road, Michael calls to some of his archer regiments and says, take positions up there on top of the roof. You'll be able to get a better shot at the guards in the temple from there. And he directs them to climb up onto the roofs towards... uh where this uh, number six zone is. Okay. I don't, li- I don't like how quiet it's been going down these streets. They must be preparing for a counterattack. Agreed. I'm sure that they have something planned, and everyone, arm yourselves! And uh, as he yells out, a small shape has quickly slid down a rope off of one of the roofs and is running towards you. And uh, just as you are readying yourselves for combat, you realize that it is Sibo. Being a nerd as an adult can be difficult. Life gets a little busy to constantly be staying up to date with nerd culture. Let's see, there's work, life, bills, stress, relationships, kids. So you wish you could just turn something on during your hectic life that would keep you up to date at the push of a button. Look no farther than the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tyler. Here on the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, we enlighten, educate, and entertain with all things nerd. We discuss, debate, and break it down on what's going on in nerd culture from the past, present, and future. And you know the cool part? We're 30. So we bring it to you in a less hectic way and easily accessible through your favorite podcast platform. But no worries, you don't have to be 30 to enjoy the show. So relax and keep up to date with us as we bring you nerd news you need to know, but don't have time to go searching for it. So come nerd out with us at the 30 and Nerdy Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you cast your pod. Cheers to you, nerds. Hey gang, RJ here. Thanks for listening to episode 26 of the Return of Ornon campaign. 
A few things before we get back into the episode. I mentioned it before in previous episodes, but if you like watching Twitch streams, you can catch both me and Harrison over on Twitch streaming games like Minecraft, Splitgate, Destiny 2, Kingdom Hearts, and more. Both of our Twitch channels generally stream family-friendly content. You can find links to the channels in the episode description. Our patron program that I've mentioned several times before is probably going to be starting up here within about a month or so, and we're still looking for suggestions for rewards for patrons. Uh, so far, for suggestions, we've gotten things like stickers, buttons, having exclusive episodes, and giving shoutouts in some fashion. We're going to be figuring it out all really soon, and we'll let you know as soon as we launch the patron program. As always, don't forget to follow us on social media, like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also have some Discord communities you can join. There's mine, the Red Blade Productions Discord, which encompasses this podcast, the Cedar Country Podcast, and my Twitch stream communities, as well as a Discord for Harrison's Death Flash 5 Twitch community. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app for new episodes as they drop, and don't forget to share the show with other people that you think would like it. As I often say, word of mouth is one of the best ways to grow our listener base. All the links for our social media's discords and a nice link for sharing the show with others can all be found in the episode description. If you're interested in checking out the podcast that we promote at the start and the end of this commercial break, the links to those are also in the episode description. Thanks again to our friend Kyle for composing the show's main theme. Thank you all so much for your continued listening support. I'll talk to you all again when episode 7 of the Vastanoka Adventures comes out, but until then, take care and enjoy the rest of this episode. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael, hi. Uh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. fuck have you been? Oh, it's a long story. Right now, we really need to take this temple, what? or else what? literally hell will break whoa, whoa, loose. Whoa, 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 no, no, whoa. No, 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 no. What the fuck's up with your eye? Oh, th- this, um, sticky situation I found myself in, uh, I ended up performing a little bit of unsupervised blood magic, and- You, you uh, what? Yeah, it, it's really not that bad, I mean- That's what they all say. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think I can see through stuff. Like, hold. Blood magic. Who is this temple for? Uh, well, if I had to take a guess, I'd say, um, the the, the dragon lady Tiamat. And, uh, Michael, Michael looks at you and gives you, like, the most disgusted look. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiamat. You, you hate Tiamat. I get it. That's why we're down here in the first place, isn't it? We must eradicate them. Agreed. We can waste no more time. Yeah, fuck Tiamat. That's what I was saying. They have a portal to hell down there. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's Tiamat again? It, the, 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 the dragon with five heads and, um... They have a real nice statue of her in the main entryway. Is, is it? Oh, hold is on, it? hold on. Because Ramash, being a dragonborn, just asked, who's Tiamat again? Everyone around him just kind of pauses. You gotta remember, he had his brain looks. ripped out. He doesn't know fucking yeah, shit right Most now. people don't know that. <laughs> if, if this is the truth and there really is a portal, we can waste no more time. This could spell doom for the world. Let's fucking move. Let's go. Agreed. To war. All right, we. Uh, I heard something about some archers on my way over. They, uh, I did some scouting. They have a large presence on top of the temple, and they have small scouts set up across the temple on the balconies. Uh, so we're gonna need a, a pretty large archer uh, company to be on the roof surrounding the temple if we want to stand a chance. I understand. Join my men. Assist them in setting up positions. And he yells up to the roof, Commander! And one of the uh, one of the archers takes his head over. This man will be accompanying you. Use his knowledge to set up your positions. I'm not really a man. Um. <laughs> and he actually, um, when you start to protest, he picks you up by the back of the shirt and throws you about halfway up the wall, back towards the rope that you just slid down from. I'll take the hint! <laughs> I love Michael. He just like yeets you halfway up the wall, <laughs> and so now you're, so you're you're up on top of the wall with the archers. Okay. He's not gonna take no for an answer on that one. All right. Um. So everybody else starts uh, marching forward. All right, Josh and me and uh, Brunhilda, you guys are in something of a situation. What are we doing here? We're running. Run. Running quickly. Running, 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 run. Fortify. Okay. Get- so you've, we'll say you've reached the bottom of the tower, um, and uh, you can see that the guards are starting to move in towards the castle. Where are you going? I'm not really much of a war person. I don't know any tactics. What should we do? You guys just keep moving in. Keep out of their sight. I'll stay at our six. Make sure that uh, everybody gets down the stairs. Okay. Okie dokie. Josh me is like down the stairs. Oh, he's, he's like halfway, and then he stops realizing he shouldn't be the first one. <laughs> oh, you go first. And then he, yeah, he, he pauses and waits for some of the soldiers to go by, okay. and he continues Do on. what you do best. So everybody, You're a sneaky boy. Be sneaky. Sneaky time. Everybody starts uh, filing down the hallway, and uh, some guards uh, break through one of the doors down at where you just came from. And they, seeing you retreating, they're rushing after you. Are you uh, are you running or are you guys turning to fight them? How many of are they of them versus of us? Um so Sage and her group accounts for about 20 people. So like 22. And the plus 2 is 22. There is a group probably about double your size, about 40 or so rushing towards you. See, I'm pretty weak as it is. Oh, and like HP wise. Yeah, I only have four. Can't you heal yourself? I don't think I have any more uh, spells. Womp yeah. womp. Uh, is there like any way like to sneak out of there? I mean, I know they see us, but to like try and sneak out. 
from where we are, or is it just, like, one way through and it's through them? Um, no, you guys are going the other way from them. You're, like, running away from them. Okay. But, so my, but my question is, are you turning to fight them here, or are you guys just gonna keep running? Uh, Josh is gonna keep running. I guess, um, what does Sage want to do? Um, I think Sage has, she's a little bit farther up the hallway from you. She has stopped in the hallway and she's standing there, but she's not really, she's not moving either way. She's not moving towards where you are, but she's not retreating either. All right, boys, nobody lives forever. Hey, you say what now? Okay. I guess I'm going in first. Okay, you have, uh, since you are joining the battle first, I will, uh, I'll give you the first attack here before we do, uh, like the, uh, the full initiative here. I guess I'm hitting the first guy I see with my hammer. Okay. So they're, like, right on top of you. (sighs) Twelve? No, 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 thirteen. Uh, that's not gonna do it. Sad trombone. <laughs> Alright, so go ahead and roll initiative. Josh, Amir, are you coming back for this fight, or are you Yeah, when, when she away? called the battle call, he's kind of he's skidded to a stop and is like, ah, oh, fuck me. Because you don't want to be alone in this castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Josh, what you got? 11. Brunhilda? 15. Okay. First up is the soldiers that are attacking. Uh, so first, they're going to go after um, Brunhilde here. Uh, so that is 11. Well, I know that's not going to hit. All right. I'm going to use a repose. Use your reaction and expended superiority dice to make a melee attack. Okay. Go ahead. That's a natural 20. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's going to do it. Okay, well, um... So, 20... 22 plus 6. Am I really attacking? I guard. Oh, shit. Okay. 22... 28. 28 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, he dead. No need for a description. He just dead. He yeah, did. you, 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 uh, you just absolutely destroy this dude. Body check ends in totally fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for their other attacks, the soldiers go after uh, a couple of sages people, and they're unsuccessful on both. Brynhilda is actually up again. Fifteen. Fifteen does not do it. Oh. Shiza. Okay, Joshmi's up. Alright, well, Joshmi kind of was trucking along, so he's not super close, but he's still, you know, engaging. Okay. Uh, obviously, Burnhill is, like, right by some of them, I'm guessing, or and soldiers are, because they just fought each other. Yeah, this is, I mean, the okay. battle is, the battle has commenced. You're running up from way back, so everybody's yeah. already kicked off. Uh, how far away am I? Um... I'm going to say you're probably, I don't know, 25 feet. I mean, you moved up quite a bit as she was doing her initial a- yeah. attack of opportunity. So 
He's going to draw a short sword and his long sword. Okay. And he's going to attack one of the guards, I guess. We'll do long sword first. Uh, 16. That will hit. Okay. And then the short sword is 10. Nope. Okay. So, so that's five slashing damage. Okay. All right, so Sage's men are up. And they're successful on two of the attacks. Uh, back up top to the soldiers. Um, one soldier is going to attack Brunhilda. Uh, that's a 19 against AC. No. You're fucking made of stone, I swear to God. Another one's going after Joshimi. Uh, that is 23. Righty ho there, neighbor. And he hit you for four points of damage. And then they attacked Sage's men and actually won two of those. Uh, Brunhilda, you're up. Alright. I'm going to take a swing at the gent who took a swing at me. Okay. Oh, Bonza. Okay, uh, 21. That hits. Okie dokie. 15. 15 points of damage? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah, he's looking pretty messed up. Josh me. All right. Uh, different day, same story. Short sword and long sword combo. Okay. Combo breaker. Wombo combo. Oh, uh, that's an 11. With nope. The long sword and the short sword is the same thing on 11. All right. Sage's dudes are up. They won on uh, one of their attacks. Uh, next up are the soldiers. First things first, one of them's going after Brunhilda. That's a 20. You got me, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Long pause. Yeah. Fox, All right. I'm going down. And Brunhilde gets hit for seven points of damage. Bomb, bomb, bomb. She's done. All right, Brunhilde down. is down. They won one of their attacks against Sage's guys. Okay, Brunhilde, you're up. Let's see if I live or if I die. Oh, first one's really good. Okay. Is that a 20? No, it's an 18. Oh. Joshua, you're up. I remember. So what happens when I do a medicine check on somebody that's down? Oh, you can stabilize them. So they don't have to make death saving throws. But they have like a couple, like you roll a d4 and then yeah, many hours until they wake up. they wake up. Correct. Well, you know what? He was successful on that last one, so I'm not going to go quite yet. I'll just... Try again at this one, dude. How many soldiers are there, by the way? 40, right? There are 35 left. Oh my god. Why did we tech them? Well, that's a critical fail with the long sword. Okay. And then a natural 20 plus 5, 25 with the short sword. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do your attack with that. Okay. Are you attacking the same guy that you were attacking before? Yeah. Why? I mean, might as well. He's the guy that's there. What's my other D6? I mean, technically, they're all right there. Like, you're you're in a pitched battle in a very small hallway. Like, they're yeah. all right there. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> yeah, 
If I if I just like leave him to attack another guy, he can get an attack of opportunity unless I disengage. Fair. Uh, so that's gonna be one d six. But then I also have the sneak attack since that one landed. So that's gonna be oh two d six plus that. Twelve points of piercing damage. Okay. Stabby, stabby, stab. He pretty messed up. Since you met, since you missed and you critted, yep. you, you critically failed with the first one. There's going to be an attack of opportunity on you. Yeah. However, he's going to have disadvantage because you did land the second one, and like you know, because you're a row and you got your sneak attack and stuff. I'm going to say that you're a slightly harder target to hit. Uh, so nineteen. Yeah, that's one hit. And the fact that, that was a disadvantage, that's sad. Yeah, he rolled a 14 and a 19 on the on the dice, so... Well, either way, he would have hit. Yeah. So... Uh, that's six points of damage. You okay. get well, smacked I'm, in the spear. I'm going to actually use my uncanny dodge if I can. I know... Wait, can I? Because it was an attack of opportunity? Not yeah. On this one, you can't. Okay, so six points of damage? I don't think... Right, because... I didn't, I didn't think I don't, so. Attack of opportunity, I don't think you can use... That because I think that that requires that you know that it's coming, and I think that a attack of opportunity, kind of the spirit of that, is that you don't know it's coming. So yeah. I'm gonna say no on that particular one. Okie dokie. All right, Sage's dudes are up. Well, I should say Sage and her people because she's part of this group, and uh, they can take out one of the guys. Okay, next up are the soldiers. One of them is gonna attack you, Joshmi. Uh, pfft, 23. Or 22, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's gonna do her. And that's 7 points of damage. Okay. You, do I round up or down when I have it with my... You can use your dodge. Um, I don't remember, is it do you round up or round down? I think you round, you round down on having. Okay. And then with their other two attacks, they're gonna go after uh, Sage's people here. They kill one of them. Uh, Brunhilde, you're up. Have you got a successful kill yet? That's a fail. That's a five. All right. Josh me. Uh, 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 we're going to go after this guy. Uh, 19 plus 5 is 24. Yep. And then 10 plus 5 15 with the short sword. No. No? Okay. Uh, seven points of slashing damage. Yep. He did. Okay. So Sage's guys are going to roll. Okay, so that's going to end with uh, two of the soldiers being killed. We're getting massacred out here. Okay. That's what you get. Now the so the soldiers are up. First attack, they're going to go after Josh. That is a unnatural 20. Oh, yup. <laughs> yup. For seven points of damage. All right, uncanny dodge. Fuck you. For three. Okay. Then they're going to go after Sage you and her You know you only get one of those per round, right? When did I use it? I used it last time they attacked. Right. Oh, so the last yeah, time I guess they it has been a whole there, round. there's technically only one combatant in the order because I'm treating all the soldiers as a single combatant and doing yeah, multiple attack four, rolls. There are four people in the order: enemy soldiers, Brunhilde. No, I know that. I'm tr- friends. I thought you did your uncanny dodge for the opportunity attack, but no, I just no, remember we didn't. I told him. He, yeah, I told I him he could. Never mind. Ignore me. So uh, they are not able to get any kills off. Uh, Sage's men on that one. Brunhilde, you're up. Oh, come on. 
Daddy needs a new pair of not dead characters. At least success. That's another fail. Okay, so you got what? One success, two fails. You are knocking yep. On death okay. Uh, Josh, me, you're up. The last not, guy I not, fought not, is dead now, right? I killed him the last time I was fighting. Um, I think so, right? Because that was what I did on my last turn. Was yes. killed him. All right. Correct. Cool. So I don't have to disengage anybody. So Josh, me, gonna look over and see that Brunhilde is turning a couple shades green. She was powerful enough to save her allies, but not powerful enough to save herself. You got your allies Ironic. into this. Josh, you're gonna realize that she's not looking good at all, so... Ugh, fuck it. And he runs over and I'm gonna do medicine check. Okay, so I just want to give this here. So, this fight is taking place in a hallway, right? Yeah. Very close quarters. Yep. If Did you... level? Yes, pretty much. About, right. about that same level of not not that same level of hallway, but given the number of combatants, about that tightness. If you stop to do a medicine check on her now, you are opening yourself up to very bad things. Because you are literally going to be doing a medicine check with swords flying right over the top of your head. Don't do it. Don't do, so don't do I'm, it. I'm Here's just, the thing. I'm a rogue with uh, cunning action, meaning I can hide after I'm done. So, Rick's gonna lose another character to play as. Okay. Rick, just don't do it, man. Just don't do it? Just All don't right. do it. I mean, I mean, if, I'm just, I'm warning you, like, wh- whatever options you want to do, I'm just warning you that you are opening yourself up because you are gonna be helping mm. her. You know what? Yeah, no. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't risk his own skin to do that. In this type of scenario, so carry on. We were saying we're gonna fight. Uh, long sword got uh twenty one. Okay, uh, that's gonna hit. Yeah. Okay. And then another twenty one with the short sword. That also hits. Okay, so long sword. <laughs> cool. Uh, four points of damage, and then the short sword. This two points of piercing damage. Okay. So that's what, six total? Uh, y- yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So you do some damage to this dude. Uh, Sage's men are up now, and they kill one of the soldiers. Okay. Now the soldiers are up. Uh, they're going to go after Josh and me here. Uh, that's like a 12. That's not going to hit. Nope. Alright, they kill one of Sage's men here. Okay, Brunhilde, you're up. We're good. 15? Okay. That's the last one. Oh my gosh. Holy god. Knock, 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 knock. Josh, Josh me. Your companion's life hangs in the balance. Enemies are raging all around you. What are you going to do? Let's see. Fight or flight. Home. (laughs) Grab her body Mm. and start dragging. He's going to keep going on the attack. Okay. Longsword. I don't know why I'm taking the time. It's like uh, 11. Nope. Short sword is 22. Yep. 
And that's four points of piercing damage and sneak attack. Okay. So an additional six points of damage. Okay, this dude's looking pretty beat up that you've been cutting on. Uh, Sage's men are up now. They actually kill three of the soldiers with that. So, since we ended that round of combat, I was going to give you an update. Um, there are still 26 soldiers left. Sage and her men have been reduced down to 14. And... Pretty good progress. Now the soldiers are up. Uh, they actually killed two of Sage's men. And then they are going to go after Joshmi. Hey, howdy, hey. That is a 13. Uh, three points of damage. Uncanny, can I? Yeah, it's yeah. You can uncanny do dodge, bitches. So you only take one point. You were so lucky, Brunhilda. It's uncanny. <laughs> if you love me, let me go. I got a six. Oh, oh my god. Grunhilda dead. She did. With a final gasp of air, Brunhilda breathes her last in the dark corridors of the castle of the city of Bloodvarin. And she is dead. Just realize this was your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did like you, you said, no let yourself get captured and brought in here. You're the one who turned to fight these schmucks. It's every si- like it's it's not me though. It's the character. Yep. It's what the character would do. Yeah, she was valiant oh, and yeah, wasn't gonna leave her friends in medicine check. You. It's what the character <clears throat> would do. As Brunhilda exhales her last breath throughout the entire city of Bloodvarin seemingly coming from the air there is a loud resounding sound of a hammer slamming against an anvil that everyone in the city hears as a final send-off from her god Moradin Josh, me. What are you doing? You just... I think you actually noticed that uh, Brunhilde is not breathing anymore. Uh... So... He's gonna... He'll still attack, but while he's doing this, he's going to also, you know... It's like that thing in the movies where they, like, are speaking during combat to their companions. (laughs) Okay. To uh, make it known to her compatriots that Brunhilde has fallen and is dead. Okay. So, but anyways, on to the combat part. Oh, that there is going to be a nine with the longsword. And 18 with the short sword. Okay, short sword hits. Okay, so going to do a sneak attack with it. It's 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, you uh, you killed the guy you were fighting with. 
Oh, and uh, his little spiel while talking all all kind of ends with the like, "What should we do now?" Okay, because you know this was all Brunhilde's idea. <laughs> was that just like a question to the ether, or like are you well, looking it, for it's more like towards Sage? Okay, my men are willing to go the distance if you are. Let's let's try and finish this. Oh, goody, just what I wanted to hear. Okay. All right. Okay, and they kill one of the soldiers. Um, next up are the soldiers. Okay, they don't kill any of Sage's men. Uh, they are, however, going to go after Josh. That's an eight. That's not going to do it. Nope. Uh, Josh, to me, you're up. All right. So, again, he's going to continue conversing during combat. Okay. What are, what are you saying here? Well, so I've got an idea that we might be able to undo what she stupidly did to herself. But we're, we're going to have to get out of here alive. Like, literally out of this entire place. Okay, what'd you roll for your damage? Or for uh, your attack, I'm sorry. Short sword is a 14. Or sorry, long sword's 14. Nope. Short sword is 18. Yes. Okay. And with sneak attack, that brings it to 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. What's your plan? At so you remember how that stupid cowboy got tossed in the gelatin thing? Y- yes, I remember. We could do that with her. And then they figure out whatever the hell they're going to do with their people then afterward. I mean, he. we can try. That was like... Mere moments after his death, I don't know if no, oh, yeah, I know. This works the same and everything, and you know, decay. And uh, so she she looks around. Should should we just go now? I'm leaving that up to you. I'm not very tactically inclined. Well, if if that's your if that's what you want to do, then I think we need to get her out as soon as possible. Yeah, probably a smart idea, like you mentioned, the de- or like, yeah, the decay and all that. Okay. Let's, let's skadoodle-boodle out of here. Okay. So, uh, Sage directs one of her men to grab uh, Brunhilde's body, and you slowly back your way down the hallway, and uh, once you've created enough space, turn and start running uh, away from this attacking force. 